Truck Month is on now. Get 1.49% financing for up to 72 months on a 2022 Chevrolet Silverado 1500. Plus, eligible Costco members can receive a $750 bonus on select trucks. Conditions apply. Visit ChevroletOffers.ca. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Welcome to the Pesky Report, a podcast for Red Sox fans. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 174 of the Pesky Report, presented by Belly Up Sports Media. My name is Brandon Brewer, and joining me in the peanut gallery today, we have Brad, Ian, and Hogdale. What's going on, fellas? How are we doing after this sweep? Feeling pretty good. You know, it's nice that as soon as the game stopped mattering that the Red Sox went Super Saiyan, you know, so we appreciate it. Uh, only seven and a half back of a wild card spot now. So uh, let's fucking go, boys. Go Sox. Seven and a half back, you know, there's a chance that we could make a run at that third wild card only to fall a little bit short and disappoint everybody and put us into the offseason in a bad mood. Brad, what's up, man? Hey, what's going yeah. on, dudes? Uh, doing fantastic. The Red Sox just swept a terrible team. Uh, they should have swept them. Uh, I feel like uh, they should have got a lot more runs in this series. <clears throat> but uh, a sweep's a sweep. Yep. Ian, how how are you enjoying the baseball? Um, I was pretty happy watching the game today. Story gave a great game. Casas got his first hit, so I think it was it was a nice Sunday game. Yeah, it it was a nice Sunday game. Uh you you already mentioned it. Tristan Casas made his big league debut and uh his first at bat Nesson tricked everyone into thinking that he had just crushed one like <laughs> 10 rows further than the red seat only to be a fly out in right field. Um, yeah, I, I think we all popped as soon as the ball went off the bat, but uh, he did later get yeah. his first hit, which was an infield single. So pretty good debut for the kid showed some great leather at first base. Definitely showed some good leather yeah. at first base, but I think the, uh, the, the coolest thing um, that happened with Casas today wasn't even during the game. It was actually before the game when he was out in right field sunbathing. Yeah, yeah, acting like he's been there before, not not letting it be too big for uh, for his debut and all that stuff. That, I mean, that's good. He was calm. He was confident. He was ready to go. I say this every time I see him, but he his legs are the size of tree trunks, like genuinely. The dude's built like a fort. Tristan houses. 
At what what do they have him listed at? It's like six five, <laughs> six six, something like that. It's yeah, he's like kid. six five, two fifty. Like that's big a compact kid. unit of a kid. Yeah. Did you see the the new profile picture I posted that I, I made for the pesky report? I did see that. I did see it's, that. Yeah. It's literally yeah. him as a kid. And I didn't realize it was him the first time I saw it. And I was like, holy shit, that's that's Casas. Yeah, I'm definitely changing the fucking profile. <laughs> I got to say, it's just wow. so cool. It's always cool just seeing a prospect who, like, we've been hyping up for, like, two years now and, like, finally seeing him make his big league debut. It's just it's just cool. I love seeing The last one we had that everybody was hyping up was Duran. And uh, he didn't pan out the way that uh, everybody pumped him up to be. And I also I'm just think- – I think with Duran, it was kind of rushed. Uh, they brought him up in a hurry, and he was kind of thrown out there, and he wasn't ready. So I think the Red Sox wanted to wait a lot longer with with Casas. And you know, for what it's worth, Casas is a much more polished player yeah. than Duran ever was, and he's had the experience of being a, a United States Olympian. He's had the experience of playing, you know, all season down in Worcester. He, he's just been been pretty much a man tearing it up and he is, he's ready. And I think he's, he's fitting in wonderfully here in Boston. He just has the look like you just look at him, like his name, just how he approaches the plate. Like Tristan Casas. Yeah. This guy's a, a cornerstone going to be cornerstone of this franchise. This is a big leaguer. I, w- like, I will say this. I do not think that we have to fucking worry about him saying, Oh, until you catch a fly ball in the twilight. He's. I one hundred percent do not ever see. And he's very accountable. He takes. You know, he was just talking on Ness, and they were interviewing him. Uh, I caught the last bit of it, but he was just like, "Yeah, you know, like it's cool to be able to pick up your your, your guys off the bases and get some RB uh, ribbies, but uh, you know, being able to like catch those, get those uh, those balls defensively, that's what counts." Yeah. He's not going to yeah. be one of those guys, you know, who's and... talking about how uh, it's a hindrance to wear, you know, like a jacket. You know, wearing a jacket makes you less effective. <laughs> you know, these kinds of things. Like, th- th- this kid's <laughs> legit, you know. Yeah. It, it It is something that's it's unheard of for Boston Red Sox fans to have, like, a legitimate first baseman over there, too. So, you know, we, we had glimpses whenever Hosmer was yeah. over there prior to him getting injured of having a good first baseman. But since since what? Probably Moreland? we really haven't seen a consistent first baseman. So it's nice to have somebody over there. That being said, like I know we're one day into the kid's professional, like big league career, but do you see that this guy has the potential to be a, a gold glover, an all-star first baseman? I want to wait until like we get like a full like off season and then we get into the real season next year before I try to say something like that. But I will say that no matter it, no matter what he does, it can't be any worse than Bobby Dobek. I'm glad you said that because my next thing that I wanted to talk about was obviously with Cassis being brought up, subsequently Bobby D got sent down. What does that mean for for Bobby Dahlbeck long term? Now that he's no longer in the big leagues, he's back down in minor leagues. He'll be an everyday player at Worcester, but is is he 
trade bait? Is he going to be somebody that's potentially brought back up to be a DH if JD is not here next year? The only What's way you can be a DH is if you can fucking hit. That's a very valid point. And Bobby can't fucking hit. Um, I well, see he's, he's shown it, glimpses you know, that he can. I'm I'm gonna say something that I never thought I would say before, but I agree with Baz. Uh, when <laughs> during the beginning of the uh, the broadcast, he was saying he's like Bobby's got a he's got a chance to be uh, a big leaguer, but it's like he's Michael Chavis. You know, it might not. It just might not be in Boston. Yeah. So I mean, trade bait. I I don't know who who would want to trade for Bobby though. I mean, he'd have to be part of a package deal. I think that's ultimately what it would have to take is uh, him packaged along with some other prospects to bring in a, a key piece because there's really nowhere that you can put him at this point. You've got uh, Tristan Cassis and Eric Hosmer. As your your big league first baseman going into and Arroyo, you got Arroyo who's a super sub. You've got Devers that's a, a lock at third base, so you're not going to bring up Bobby to platoon with Devers or anything crazy like that. I don't see Bobby nope. fitting anywhere on this team. Uh, we do need a shortstop, probably. So I would I would take Arroyo at short than I would Bobby. I don't know. Bobby didn't look too bad over at shortstop. I'm just saying. I would slide Trevor's story at shortstop. <laughs> mm. if, if Trevor's uh, <laughs> arm wasn't uh, a noodle or like just completely yeah. toast after all the injuries, I'd put him there now. <laughs> uh, Man, that dude's glove is fantastic. Like that's a gold glove shortstop. Oh. He's a gold glove second baseman if he's healthy this season. Shit, he might be a platinum glove second yeah. baseman. Like genuinely. Uh, it's insane. And Speaking of just Trevor's story in general, we I really am of the opinion we probably would be a playoff team team if he never got hurt. Like he, he was sorely missed. Like genuinely, yeah. the the glove in the middle of the field for one, and two, one of the like the three guys on the team that provides any sort of home run power this year. You know, you you could sit there and say, you know, what if this guy didn't get hurt? What if that guy didn't get hurt? But yeah, that's a good point. If Trevor's story was the guy that never got hurt this season you're looking at a completely different situation right now, at least in the wild card hunt. Yeah. I mean, you look at how hot he got in, what was it, May, when he was carrying this team. When he was, he hit like seven home runs in two weeks or something like that. He he carried the team. He had 21 RBIs that month alone. And, you know, if he could have been able to stay healthy – produce even half that much throughout the summer months. I feel like that grand slam he hit to Johnny goes like happened last year for some reason. It, it feels like a, the tale of two seasons, honestly. <laughs> it's been crazy. It's crazy, dude. But it was nice to see him go and uh, crank out another three run blast today. Um, of course it did rob <laughs> Casas of a, uh, potential RBIs because he cleared the bags before he could come up, but I'm sure, sure. It's not that big of a deal. I'm sure uh, Tristan's going to get his. Um, I'm going to call it right now. Costas is going to hit at least three home runs before the end of the season. I can see that. Oh yeah. It's actually over on that. 
Yeah, yeah no, I'd definitely no smash problem. the over. You also got to remember, like it's the it's the end of the season. They've got I forgot. I think like four or five off days or something like that. I know they got three between now and after they play the Yankees. Those two games, like they have one on Thursday, then they have one Monday, and then I think they have one the following Thursday. That's that's a lot of off days. hundred percent. Also, I I, uh, I kind of want to make a shout out uh, to a friend of the podcast Anastasia from uh, UK Red Sox. Uh, she she and her her brother and her uh, went to all four games. I think she needs to stay. Yeah, that's the lucky charm right there. So let's so uh, let's get the yeah. petition started. Get the petition started. Get her permanently tickets to Red Sox games and uh World Series back on. Let's go. Travel but uh, travel down to Tampa. Uh, hey, speaking Tampa. of price prospects, what do you think of Brian Bayo last start? Brian Bayo, um here here's the funny thing is like you don't see it so I I haven't seen it so much on Twitter. Uh but Facebook seems to produce like the most trolls. Uh, oh, yeah. and, and it's like Brian Bayo, he made his debut and it wasn't great. Whatever. He wasn't ready. I, I'm pretty sure all of us can agree. I mean, he went from like single A, double A, triple A to the major leagues in like a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was obvious he wasn't ready, but he has the stuff. He should have. I think he should have gotten a win in his last outing, but I believe he only pitched four innings, so he wouldn't have been able to get that. If yeah. he didn't get the win last night, I, I told uh, Doink that I was going to laugh my ass off because it was it, it, it would be a typical 2022 Red Sox thing. Yeah, typical to go out and pitch six scoreless innings and then not get the dub. Right. Yeah. Yep. That sounds like something they would do. And they well, almost I mean, did. I, it did <laughs> they, almost, they almost did. Almost did. did. Man, man was just a guy. He's got all of the tools, all of them. And this offseason, like a full offseason with the big league training staff, is going to be so huge for him. I've, I have a ton of confidence for him going forward as a, a guaranteed penciled-in starter on this team. Like, he's just got it. He's got the stuff, and that's what matters the most. If you have the stuff and you oh, yeah. have a willingness to work with the staff, it, there's really no reason he can't hit his potential. Needs to work with Pedro. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Every pitcher 100%. should work with Pedro, really. Well, his changeups, like his his bread and butter. So that's his like go to his his strikeout pitch. It's his vaporizer. Yeah, I, I just I just like how Brad's like, you know what? I think he should work with Pedro, as if that's not a good idea for any pitcher. <laughs> no, it's not a good idea for every pitcher. You, you know that that Hall of Fame guy that we have that his numbers retired out in right field. Maybe we should have our guys talking to him. Yeah, maybe the, the best pitcher who ever lived. You know, <laughs> maybe talk to him. Maybe maybe just get his advice. <laughs> No, Pedro. I mean, like, like the hitters should fucking about. talk to Ortiz, but I mean, you know, that's not happening. Yeah, right. That's a fair point. 
<laughs> not wrong. You know that number out there that's retired? Yeah, that's a fair point. Or one of the best clutch hitters of all times. Maybe they should talk to him. Yeah, but there's one thing you can't you can't teach clutch. True, you just have it or you don't. So let's let's talk a little bit more about these games. Of course, uh, the the Bayo game was the Saturday game. This is a four game series, so my days are like uh, Thursday was a terrible game. Thursday, that's the one that I want to go back to because that was the game where the Red Sox were basically getting destroyed. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a and then they rallied and came back ref snyder with his first ever walk off how good is ref snyder for this team uh i would definitely like to see him back in a multi-year i agree like i think him and kike need to be back for another multi-year kike definitely needs to be back for a multi-year probably right around the same contract that he's got he got now i wouldn't mind a little more I wouldn't complain, but I think the injury hurt him. I agree. But uh, yeah, Ref Snyder, like um, it's weird because didn't they didn't they sign him to a minor league contract? I want to say yep. yes. I, w- I want to say that he was he was brought through uh, the Woo Sox and then just happened to get pulled yeah, up. Out of he got a spring break, a spring training invitation, but yes. I think it was as a minor league. Okay, that makes sense. But I mean, like, I know that the Yankees were trying to get him last uh, this season, and he was like, "Now nah, I'm going to Boston. <laughs> like, let's fucking go." Yeah, yeah, it must have been because he's his contract right now is a one year eight hundred thousand dollar contract. Which yeah, that's definitely would, a minor league contract. That's a minor league deal, and then he got a pay raise when he got bumped up to the big league squad. And uh, he's he's a free agent at the end of the season, so that's a guy that I would I would hope that they could ink for like another two years, two three years. Yeah, that's that's what I'm. I, I would I would definitely love to see that. I mean, he is 31, so that kind of is against him in in you know terms of getting a good long contract. But two years, I think, would be good for him. And Tommy Pham, I hope that's a guy that we keep around for a, another couple years. Year or two, at least. Oh, hold on, guys. 100% agree. I mean, I liked uh, most of the outfield this year, like when they were actually healthy and playing. So, yeah, uh, yeah 100% down to bring Ref Snyder back, 100% down to bring Kike back. Same with uh, Fam. Uh, I like all those players. I think they'd definitely be huge assets to the Red Sox going forward. Good. I'm glad that we all agree on that because if we can set those three as your everyday outfielders, then once again that leaves Jaron Duran with nowhere to go. So we're we're slowly putting together this prospect package of Bobby Dahlbeck and Jaron Duran as guys that are expendable that can be shipped off somewhere else they're in becoming, exchange um, for big league talent. They're becoming our Frazier and Duhar, you know, in terms yep. of uh, a <laughs> <for, laughs> trade bait that we throw in for every single package. 
But yeah, uh, so so whenever <laughs> yeah. we make our deal for Mike Trout and Shohei Atani, those those are going to be the centerpieces of the deal. It's going to be a three way trade. It's going to be obviously Bobby Dabak, Jaron Duran for Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, Degrom, and uh, Polar Bear. Oof, sounds like fantastic. Trade. Who said that? Oh, yeah. That that seems fair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you think you, you think we're giving up a little bit too much in that deal, though? No, no, no. I think uh, I, it I may think be worth it. <laughs> Who else do you want? We'll, we'll we'll throw in Chris Sale too. Why not? <laughs> Fucking Christ, dude! Get rid of him. Uh, him and his so, his extreme motocross hobbies on his bike. I'm just so tired of that kind. Like we <laughs> trade him, fucking eat some of the contract, whatever. I he's just not going up. anywhere. <laughs> we I know he's that. He's got a no off. trade clause. Yeah. He's uh, got a full no trade clause. Oh, oh, what's going on? And the Yankees losing? Oh, please tell me. Are they? Uh, they they were winning they, last time I checked. Who'd have won? They have played. Uh, I am following. They uh, they have players in second and third. Tampa, um, please, with two outs. It gives me joy. Okay, I've got it pulled up now, so and I can keep, Jandy, keep an eye on it. Jandy Diaz is at the plate. Do you know that right well, now there's an outside chance he's that gonna the, fucking, yeah. he's going to take a yard? Do you know there's an outside chance that the Yankees actually miss the playoffs? I would Man. fucking die. That would be if, funny, like, but honestly, it's not gonna I would happen. die of laughter if they fucking if they don't make the playoffs. It's uh, it's possible, which it's it's insane that it's even become possible because of how insanely they had a fifteen good they and a half game lead. It's it's now down to like what four something like yeah, that. It's four. So yeah, let me let me ask this, guys. Is is Aaron Boone's seat? basically molten right now. No. If, if if they do not win the World Series this year, I do not see any way that he still has a job. I do. World's, World Cash, Series. Cashman doesn't have a hot seat, and he's a fucking puppet for yeah, Cashman. Cashman, is, kinda... Cashman should have a hot seat, too, based solely off of trading Jordan Montgomery for Harrison Bader at the trade deadline. That should be the, the so hottest seat in Major trade. League Baseball. I'm saying neither of them are hot seats, so they're not going anywhere. I'm telling you. Like, uh, and the the most recent comments I'd heard from like the Yankees front office or the higher ups is like they believe in what they're doing and that no one's going anywhere. So, I mean, that's that happened last year when they extended Boone when they should have fired him anyway. <laughs> that's that's a fact. Oh shit! The Yankees won. Fuck. Oh, that's there sucks. goes that sliver of hope. Yeah, now it's well. back down to five. It, yeah, but they, they have to face the, the, the Yankees and the Rays face each other another three times, like, next week? Or so, this week, or some shit like that, the weekend or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, they just won. And who did we say the Yankees played next? The Twins. The Twins, the twins? that's right. Which, I mean, they're they're a team capable of, of winning a game or two from the Yankees. So, no, they're not. Are you fucking yeah, kidding me? Have you seen the Yankees capable. playing right now? Have you seen the Twins play the Yankees? That's postseason. Regular season, they could beat them. Oh, that was a yeah. terrible call. In the postseason, it's an automatic loss, though. 
It's like that's a fact. But regular Bro, season. Did you guys, did you guys see I the pap uh, fucking Savannah, uh, the Savannah bananas? Oh, I see a clip from them every other night. Which one is this one that you're talking about? Applebaum came out in a kill. Oh, him. yep. Yeah, he has World Series oh, trophy. Yeah. And he God, does. He did the fucking man. stare too. <laughs> he did the fucking stare. He's just like. That shit. <laughs> Bond's a wild man, dude. I that guy's so funny. Um, but we're talking about the Yankees and this epic collapse. Like right now, they are not a good team. They they could be beat by the the Twins. Mm, not at all. It's literally Aaron Judge and eight walking trash cans. That's their yeah. offense right now. So <laughs> nine, if you include the pitchers, the, the runs, <laughs> the runs they scored today were uh, home run by Aaron Judge and a sacrifice fly after a double by Aaron Judge. So he's the <laughs> so only both one doing runs came anything. across because of Judge. This team was supposed to be their twenty eighteen yeah. Red Sox. They were going to win one hundred twenty games. God damn it, my fucking face! Unbelievable. Bro, but- <laughs> The I love the fact that Judge took a took a chance on himself, and now he's he's gonna have to get like three sixty. You got to imagine it's like somewhere in the high threes. Dude, they offered him like two hundred twelve million. Like that's so fucking funny. <laughs> Shout out to Paul. Very true. He said that the Red Sox infield today looked fucking amazing. Hundred percent true. It's nice when you have like a legitimate first baseman who knows yeah, what he's this. doing up there. And Trevor Story, who is a gold glove, potentially platinum glove level there at second base. And Xander Bogarts has played good defense this season for all things considered. And so was Raffy. And Raffy's played yeah. the best and defense even in his career. Sander so. made a... Hey, shut up. And like, uh, the only thing Xander has stepped up for his contract years is defense. Everything else kind of just... Uh... Well, <laughs> funny that you say that, Hogdale, because... Have you checked the the league leaders for batting average lately? If oh, you have not, you know, Dave O'Brien's the, hammer in the batting average train, bro. Like, you will see the name Xander Bogarts as number one in the American League right now. And you'll That's see crazy, that crazy dude. And you'll see that Andrew Benatendi is in the top five. Hence, why we don't give a shit about batting average as a stat anymore. <laughs> I mean, still. Winning a batting title is going to be a, a good feather in his cap if it happens. Well, it's not bad. It's not a bad. Can you, can you imagine, like, especially in a contract you're, year? You're down year. You're hitting three sixteen, fucking like a ton of doubles and whatnot. You just have like eleven home runs. Your power is gone, but you're still like that's your down year. Yeah, I think thirty six doubles is what he's at right now. That's a pretty good down year. Yeah, I'll take 30, that. Six thirty seven. <laughs> I'm down to extend. Yeah, Josh Winkowski yeah. is going to be option to triple A apparently. Yeah, makes not sense. Good. Not surprising. He hasn't been very uh very good. <laughs> not like is it Herman or German? I think it's German, right? Yeah. Well, whatever. Frank Herman, German, whatever. He'll probably be called up. What the fuck just happened to Hogdale? I don't know. He he said, I think it's German, uh, and then just German. completely cut. Maybe <laughs> uh, uh, World War II coming back around him or something. I don't know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, but he, it Here is it comes. 
Herman. Accidentally hit the X button, like on uh, <laughs> close the tab. <laughs> I was trying but to ask Twitter. Rookie move, rookie move. Nah, bro. I'm I'm exclusively business here, man. You know, he just, did that uh, shit on purpose. <laughs> yeah, right. I said no. It's German dips. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, they were talking. They were talking about it on the radio um, a couple days ago, and they were like, "I don't know if it's Herman or if it's German." And I was just like, "Now I don't fucking know." Like I <laughs> thought it was German, it's, and then they're like, "Oh, it could be Herman," uh, and I'm like, "Well, if these fucking broadcasters don't dude. goddamn know it, then how the fuck am I supposed to know?" It? Like Joe Castiglione, uh, Fleming was. Oh no, it wasn't even uh, Castig. It was. Uh, it was Luke. He was on. No. If it's the Spanish, um, if it's the Spanish pronunciation, is German. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, where's he from? That's that's why we have Ian around here. He, I think he's DR, right? (laughs) I think I think you're right. I think he is from DR. I'm looking it up Uh, right now. While you're doing that, Paul commented. Bogarts cannot leave Boston. He means too much to this franchise. What do you guys think? I think uh, we all pretty much agree with that. I, I think uh, we're we're bogey guys. Uh, I've got bogey here. Brad's an idiot. Uh, no, nope. I think I say extend him. <laughs> uh, for- I, I, Go ahead. Devers Devers is number one. Yeah, Devers is uh, priority number one, two, and three again in terms of offseason priorities. I don't even care. Just get his extension done so we don't have to fucking talk about it anymore. I'm so tired of it. The problem with Bo- the problem with Bogey is like how old is he? He's gonna be what, thirty or thirty one in October. Whatever. It, it is whatever. But you still got Myers uh coming up. I wanna say like three years, four years. He turns Pops. thirty October first. He turns thirty October first. So he's gonna want if he opts out, which I don't know, I, I think he's going to, but I don't think he's going to get anywhere near what he wants, like 30-plus. Not what Scott Boris is whispering into his ear that he's going to get. Like, it's not happening, Chief. He's not, he's not getting 30. He's not getting anywhere near 30. I think 27, maybe, 26. You're not getting I, what Lindor, Lindor got, Chief. It just I, I would totally – I'd be okay with 26. Bogey isn't my priority. It's it's definitely Devers, but uh, Bogey staying here depends on what he wants, what his price is, and what the contract is. 100%. I think twenty. I think twenty six is a fair uh, twenty six a year. I don't know how many years did he have left on his contract. Uh. I, th- I, I think he had like three, maybe four years left on. Not a hundred percent sure. Um, I'm looking up on Spoke Track right now. Two, one, two, three, four. He had four years after this one. Great. So, I mean, I'd put some options in there too, and I'd put some fucking what you would call it, uh, um, some incentives. Yeah, hundred percent. Because See, his I, powers his powers down, so I mean he's got what eleven home runs now. And he had, but we like, were just talking about that his powers down in what's being called a down year, but he's still leading the league in average. 
he's still raking yep. doubles. So and, and that, be, that being said, said, and as Hogdale said, said, who gives a fuck about batting average? <laughs> and listen, well, like he, I do hope I, that I, his batting I, average comes with runners in scoring position or driving in RBIs because all right, well, that, what's his, what's huge. he sitting at for ribbies? So I say he's worth extending, and if say uh, Meyer is ready to come up in a year or two, then you could slot Bogey into a DH role. That the the hits are going to keep coming. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And if he's only focused on hitting, you could, you got to assume that he's going to be able to carry that load while the, the defense on the field is going to still play. Yep. And listen, like uh, Xander's, I, I agree. He's worth extending. I'm not saying, you know, don't make an effort to bring Xander back. You 100% should. But like, it, the lack of power is a bit concerning. And uh, the doubles thing, he does hit a lot of doubles. But a part of that is he's playing half his games at Fenway Park, which has the highest doubles factor in the entire league, ballpark-wise. If you play in Fenway, you're going to hit way more doubles than any other ballpark. And, like, Xander's still valuable. 100% I bring him back at, like, 25 or 26 mil. But uh, if he's asking for 30, fucking laugh him out of the room. <laughs> I I 100% agree. Devers, though, pay him whatever the fuck he wants. I don't care. Like, he... Yeah, he if went we over were... twenty something, and I still, I'm still okay with giving him four hundred. If we were the Braves, we'd be talking to Casas for a contract extension today. If Bloom hasn't Cas- already started yeah. talking to Casas, dude, the Braves are so like, fucking smart. It annoys me how fucking smart they are and how good they are in contract negotiation. Like the, it, the Braves would have already locked him up for twelve years for you know a large soda and two million. hot dogs. <laughs> exactly. 12 years, 146. I'll give you a fucking half a pretzel, kid. That's what I'm going to sign you for. <laughs> okay, Mr. Coro. <laughs> Can I get some mustard? It's going to cost you another year, kid. <laughs> <laughs> so It's so true. I'm just, dude, I, I don't understand how the Braves do what they do. They're, they're in such a good position going forward. All of their young talent is locked up forever. It's, I'm just so intensely jealous. Yeah, like we're we're Heim is trying to build like an East Coast version of the Dodgers. What we really need to be trying to do is build like a Northern Braves, the American League version of the Braves. Lock up all the young talent. I gotta say though, like the Braves, 
situation, like over the years as they were building up their team, because it's so rare that a team's like farm gets lauded for years. And then it actually, every single big prospect that they got ends up panning out and like becoming what they were built to be. And even rarer that you're able to retain all of them. And the Braves are literally the perfect case scenario for when you're building a brand new farm system and like what you, you aim for. The only only one they didn't keep was Freddie Freeman. Yeah, it's because and that was on his fucking agent. Yeah, that's a good point. They tried. <laughs> yeah, and they tried. They gave him a competitive offer. I mean, yeah, he was heartbroken about that. I felt so bad for him. Like, I mean, you go from the Braves to the Dodgers. I mean, can't feel too bad for him, but I mean, seeing him in Dodger blue is just weird. Yeah, I don't like it. It's just a that's a dude who should have retired a Brave. It's just kind of a bummer that he left. Speaking of the Braves, though, uh, and another one of their ridiculously young guys who are re- really good. Uh, Do you see Sp- Spencer Strider broke their strikeouts record? He threw sixteen had sixteen strikeouts in a game. Yep, most ever as an Atlanta Braves pitcher. That's that's insane. I love his uh the pitching ninja of his fastball slider overlay because I, it just makes me wonder how hitters ever hit anything in Major League Baseball because his fastball it was like straight down the middle. And, like, his slider tunnels with it until about halfway. And then the slider just ends up completely out of the fucking box. And then, like, the fastball is right down the middle. Who was it? <laughs> was, it the, was it the Yankees Rays where someone threw a slider and it looked like it was actually darting right at them and it, like, went over the plate? Yeah, yeah. Ottavino used to do that oh, all yeah. the time. God, it's dead. Hitting in Major League Baseball is just an impossible task. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> I'm I'm terrible. Like I would never be able to do that. Like I uh, I've gone out to the batting cages and I just look like a complete idiot. Like I, I think I put it up at like 85 or whatever, oh, and yep. I just look like a complete. I look completely lost. I remember in high school, we got it up to 80 and I was able to like make contact. I think I hit one that was like a single and I was so proud of myself. I'm like, yeah, bat speed. Let's go. <laughs> Man, we should take a pesky report trip to the batting cages. One of these days. Dude, I, would love that. I, I mean, you want to fly up you, you, I think that'd be an expensive trip. <laughs> It's weird right. all four of us are in fucking different parts of fucking continent. Yeah. That's fine. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll figure it out. I think you and Ian are probably the closest. By the way, uh, I, I looked up that, oh, Frank, no. that Frank Hermont thing from earlier. He's from Queens, New York. I don't know if he's Hispanic heritage or not. So, actually, it's a good question of whether or not it's pronounced German or Hermont. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, it's he's just, from, I don't know. He's, yeah, he's from Queens. And I why don't, did I think oh, no. GR, though? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just yeah. I you just gotta it. assume that a pitcher is from the DR. Yeah, I mean, if if you said like a Red Sox prospect is from the DR, I mean, ninety percent of the time you're probably right. <laughs> the DR has been good to us. I mean, Costas is. If you told me that Costas was from the fucking DR, I'd probably believe you. <laughs> is he, he had dual citizenship. You know, like, <laughs> the fuck was that? Somebody's clothes are done. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, my dryer. <laughs> the dryer clothes are done. <laughs> it's what we do here. Doing so some I am. Um, <laughs> we do laundry, uh, son. <laughs> send it. 
So I am looking at Sander Burger splits. He is actually batting uh, 300 uh, with men in scoring position. It's actually better than I expected, honestly. What's his RBI totals? Um, 61 right now. Okay. He had, he had 79 last year. So, I mean, he's not too far off of his, his pace. Um, yeah, except for the home runs. he The, the home runs is the only thing he's that not... he's kind of slacking in. Yeah, because but... even looking at his B-War, he's having his second best season of his career. Man. I gotta See, say, all, that's all this is pointing to to extending him. That's that's what I'm saying. I'd love to yeah. extend him, hundred percent. I'd love to keep Xander around. Just you know, don't let hit uh, Scott Boris uh, give you the runaround. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, t- to Brad's point, it it is you know worth looking ahead to to see what's down the pipeline, and there are a lot of really talented players that are going to be coming up through the the minor league system. And Marcelo Meyer is the guy that's going to replace Xander Bogarts one way or another. Uh, You know, if there's a transitional period where there's other guys plugging that position, the next guy in Boston that's, that's going to be there is Meyer. And uh, just depends on uh, how quick can he get here and how generational of a talent is he? (laughs) And what, what do you do between now and then? And I think that the answer is you try to keep Xander in that spot. Marcelo is basically like a newer version of Xander. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Xander speaks four languages. Uh, Myers doesn't uh, speak four, but he he can uh, speak Spanish and English. So, well, we don't need the bum. If he doesn't speak at least four, we don't want him. True. <laughs> Coming from someone who's barely sing- singular lingual, lingual, fucking get that bum off my team. As you had a fucking problem saying lingual. Yeah, linguistics. <laughs> Imagine knowing how to speak English. Fucking frauds. <laughs> man. Hey, man. Uh, the, the Xander discourse is a bit weird. And... Uh, it's just weird because the contract situation, anytime this kind of stuff happens, just fans become kind of hostile. Uh, you know, it's like, how dare you ask for money, even though you're very much usually worth it. <laughs> and uh, I hold nothing against Xander. You know, if he wants to get his bag, I'm not going to be mad at him if he ends up leaving. But at the same time, he'll be a fucking St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, <laughs> that's a really good fit for him. He can go hang out with Nolan. I mean, I would fucking mind being a team member with fucking Arenado and Goldschmidt. Dude, Goldschmidt's having a fucking insanely good year. Yeah. I mean, Arenado's having a good year, too, but... Dude, Goldschmidt's having, like, uh, quietly an MVP caliber year, and he's having quietly a Hall of Fame career, which is also just insane. Like, no one ever talks about Paul Goldschmidt. The dude's been just consistently amazing his entire career. The the fifth voice of our podcast today has another question, guys. Paul asks, 
hoping Bloom doesn't offer the JD or doesn't offer JD Martinez the nineteen million dollar qualifying offer. What are your thoughts on that? Damn, has he really fallen that far in our eyes? Because he might have, honestly. <sighs> I think I think uh, of the people that are free agents. I think there are only two that could get the qualifying offer. And the problem here is that I think we only offer it to one. And I could be wrong, but I think the other person's Ivaldi. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Potentially. Yeah, I can I, see that. I, I, I think I would make it to, to Ivaldi before I would JD just solely based on the fact that the Red Sox need starting pitching, and we know that Nate can at least fill that void if healthy. The thing with JD is, like, the dude's done so much for this team over the years, but if He's when you're been- a DH and you just completely lose your home run stroke, like, what are we paying you for? Like, what are you here for? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. I, think, I think he's going – I think he'll be out west next year. Let's see. He's – 30, 34 year, years old right now. Uh, he, Xander actually has more home runs than JD this season. Story has more home runs than both of them. Yeah, he's played half true. the games. Like, what the and fuck? he's only played like 80 games. Yeah, Story was on pace for like 30 something bombs this year if he wouldn't have got hurt. Like, huge acquisition, in my opinion. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think, I think JD's last game. For the Boston Red Sox will be uh, game one sixty two this season, which is a bummer. And he'll be riding the bench. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Like he did today. <laughs> yeah. Man, his numbers are are so bad this year. Just yeah. uh, I haven't really looked at like the 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 stats in a while, and yeah, it's not looking good. I mean, like a 113 OPS plus as a, your DH just ain't good enough. It's no, like that's your one job is is to hit. You you can't be yeah. just okay at it. You can't be just yeah. okay at it and be the DH. You, you see those memes that you have one job. <laughs> your yeah, job you is my favorite are the, are the yellow lines on the road, and it like goes around something like, and you're like you literally had one job. Man, like Albert Pujols at age 800 is having a, a way better year. Man, how how many is he away from uh from seven now? Do you know? Uh, I have his reference page pulled up right now. So is it ten? He's six uh, it's away. Less than ten. Six away. Oh, I don't think he's gonna make it. I think he's God. gonna fall just short. Dude, I don't. I don't want this to be another fucking a rod where he's like three or four away. Like, come on. It if if he. If he finishes three or four away and it's like he gave it his all trying to finish, so be it. The A-Rod situation sucked because they just wouldn't let him play. Yeah, for no reason too, because the Yankees that year weren't even that good. And man, I just, I, we need holes to do it. He'd be like the only untainted guy ever to yeah. hit 700. Because even You Hank really think that Pujols was untainted? Yeah. Hmm. He, He's never even come close to failing a fucking test. And he aged naturally on, like, every other uh, fucking steroided up player. He, as he got older, he became more and more shit, as you're supposed to be. I mean, Cabrera's fucking aging. <laughs> He's aging bad. That's how you know he wasn't worried enough, either. 
I choose to believe Albert was clean. I mean, I really, there's no reason for me to think not. I mean, even in his best years, he wasn't, his power numbers weren't, uh, you know, peak Bonds or peak McGuire, peak Sosa. Nobody's been peak Bonds. Yeah, exactly. Are we talking peak? <laughs> yeah, yeah, peak. <laughs> peak. I would like, love I'm, to get on that level. I say it because I don't think Albert ever hit 50 home runs in a season. I think the OC hit his 49. 47. 47? 47. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Judge, judge has passed that number twice. Yeah, I think it's more than believable to think he didn't juice. Like looking you, at his do you numbers think that Judge is going to do – he's going to get 61 this year? What's he at now? I think he's, he's got to be 53. I think oh, he, 52, 53. I mean, if there. he keeps up like what he's been doing, yeah, he could do it. <laughs> I mean, he plays at the fucking uh, Yankee Stadium. <laughs> Would it, wouldn't it be fucking hilarious if people were just like, you know what? If we let this dude fucking just hit bombs off of us, that raises his fucking price tag up a lot more, and he won't be on the Yankees next year. You know, you know, what, you know what else would be hilarious, Brad? Is the Red Sox play the Rays next? If the Red Sox laid down and let the Rays beat them, just so that they could inch their way closer to taking over the the lead in the AL East. Only if the Twins fucking went by. You know what's really funny? Because Albert and Aaron Judge both got brought up here. I saw a tweet of uh, a Yankee fan who uh, he put a tweet that said, uh, "Who was better, their peak, Aaron Judge or Albert Pujols?" He thought that you know Albert Pujols is better, but he's putting it up because other Yankee fans had said that Judge's peak was better. So this is Judge's best season, right? He's got an OPS of you know a thousand sixty-five. This is the second time in his career that he's had an OPS above a uh, thousand. Albert Pujols at his peak had seven seasons uh, of an OPS above a thousand, and he went over eleven hundred twice. A judge has never gone over eleven hundred for an OPS. I, I'm just, I'm just so sad for these kids that didn't see probably the greatest right-handed hitter in the history of baseball at his peak. Albert was the fucking man. They called him the machine for a reason. He was insane. <laughs> and Joey Votto beat him for an MVP one year. <laughs> True. I, I hope Votto gets in the Hall of Fame. He deserves it. I love Joey Votto. I, I listened to an interview of Joey Votto one time, and he said that every single time he goes to St. Louis, he reminds his cab drivers that he beat <laughs> out all the pulls for MVP. <laughs> what a guy. He, he, what does he do? He reminds the cab driver? Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, I'm the guy that beat out Albert for MVP one year. I mean, oh my he's God. Probably, he probably had the best uh, plate discipline of anyone from his generation. Like the dude, complete mastery of the strike zone. Career, uh, his his career on base is above four hundred. That tells you all you need to know. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. good. Speaking of Vado, is is Vado out for the season? Is he? It seems like I saw that. I think so. He, like he plays for the that. Reds, so he either was out for the season or he plays for the Reds, so no one talks about him. <laughs> no, because he's he's on. He was in the broadcast booth. Oh, was he? Yeah. What's that guy? Like for an entire fucking game. Yeah, he had season-ending injury uh, earlier yeah. in August. Torn rotator cuff. Speaking Jeez. of season-ending uh, injury, we Oof. didn't talk about how. He's going oh, for surgery on Tuesday. Yep, man, having having that uh, herniated disc surgery 
I honestly, here it is September. I don't see how he's ready to go in spring training. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not. They have better doctors. They have better doctors and better physical therapists than we do. I guess. I, I mean, but still, that's that's only what six months of of recovery for a back surgery. I... Listen, as long as he's like good by the time like the All Star break starts and games start to matter, uh, I'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, it's like whatever, man. I mean, uh, so much of what the Red Sox have to do is uh, oriented in like how they rebuild this off season. So, like, just let him recover. He'll come back eventually and be good. That's all right. As long as he comes back before Chris Sale does. Yeah, oh, well, true. That's given. Because you given. know Chris Sale ain't starting on the fucking team next year. 100%. Fucking some other dumb shit will happen. Yeah, he's going to get a skydiving injury or something. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Andrew Benintendi is going to need yeah. surgery also. Yeah, he's done. Oh, really? That's well. not good because this is a. He was actually good for the Yankees. Oh my god! This That's is insane. a contract. This is contract. Yeah, I'm so yeah, happy. To downfall. I'm just so happy to see it. We're going down. At least like, we could take them down with us. I, I'm them. not sure. I'm not sure exactly what this is, but it says that he broke the hook of his hamite bone. In his, it's in his wrist. Surgery. That's his yeah. wrist. Okay. Yeah. So okay. the hook um, that just doesn't sound good. Yeah, I, I, I was like, okay, yeah, that's what he broke. Okay, <laughs> he broke the hook. Yeah, I was wondering, uh, did you guys see that article that Cotillo put out this week about uh, Jaron Duran? No. Oh, the one where he, uh... no. yeah, like he, uh, he opened up like about his mental health struggles, like how he's been doing this year. Oh, yeah. which I think is pretty cool. Uh, it's a cool thing to see a player being open about these kind of things helps uh, annihilate the stigma. It's also typical that, uh, you know, <laughs> the Boston sports fan base didn't exactly take it very well. <laughs> well, I mean, he was kind of a, he was kind of a dipshit, like no, no offense. I mean, he didn't, he didn't say things that were like the twilight thing that, I mean, come on, dude, like that right there didn't play well for him. Listen, I have ripped apart fucking his uh, on-field play and, like, the shit that he said. And I said that I think he should be tried and kicked off the team after that one fucking uh, no-effort play. At the same time, like, uh, a guy speaking out about his mental health I don't think should be discouraged. I think that's a good thing. Oh, no, absolutely yeah. not. Well, listen, I'm just saying, like, you could say, like, on the field. That, like, you, you got fans out in front of, where was it, Minnesota? Was it Minnesota or Cleveland? Whatever, uh, I think maybe it was Chicago, whatever, where he, they were chirping at him and he just like turned around and he was like chirping back. It's like, bro, you can't do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just, and like, listen, I, I've said before, like uh, he, mentally, he just might not be built for Boston because I mean, it's, it's a tough place to play. It's yeah, it's top three hardest markets to play in in the sport. It's like your uh, New York, Philly, like the top three hardest markets to play in. But uh I, I think it's cool that he opened up at the same time, like unsurprising the response because it's going to happen. Like when you play bad, when yeah. you play bad, we're going to criticize every single thing that you do. Like no matter what you do, uh, like if you're good, if you're just playing well and open about his mental health, I bet the fan base would be applauding him, but, <laughs> but who's having mental health problems when they're playing well. That's true. 
everything's going right. You're you're eating good. You're sleeping good. Oh, you're a hero, fucking. <laughs> yeah. What is it they say on the show? Like whenever you get like a little ten game hit streak or whatever, they're like, oh, everything's tasting better for this guy right now. He's hitting everything. <laughs> That's my only experience going on ten game hit streaks is on video games. So, God, Sam, <laughs> it's so tragic. <laughs> You guys have anything else you want to throw into this episode tonight before we uh, jump in into talking about the Rays? Uh, I think we're good to talk about the Rays. Uh, talk what, about what, the Rays what, series a little bit. Yeah, they don't have McClanahan, so that's nice. Nice. Yarborough yeah, pitched today. Didn't he? Who did? Yarborough. Yarborough. Oh, I think he did. Yeah. I got to say, though, it's good that we don't get to see McClanahan. At the same time, I'm absolutely gutted as someone who has Shane McClanahan in my fantasy baseball league. Uh, I've been getting Mm -hmm. absolutely fucked in my fantasy baseball league. All three of my best pitchers are out. Verlander's out, McClanahan's out, and Wheeler is out. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) My only only salvation is I got McCullers right after he got off of his injury, and he's been really good. Looks like we are going to face Rasmussen. Yeah, in game two. Tristan Casas is going to take him yard. Yeah, for, that's what that's Tuesday's game, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, game. he's going to take Rasmussen uh, yard, and that's going to be his second dinger. Okay. Yes. So who's he taking? The first is tomorrow. He's taking deep. He's going to take whoever's pitching tomorrow. TBD is giving up the first one. Let's go. Yep. Costas is going to fucking go deep if, uh, for his family. Oh, yeah, that's right, because his family will be there in the trap, huh? Hell yeah. Yes, sir. That was a fucking dump. Let's go. Imagine that being your fucking, like, major league debut. Yeah, I hit my first home run in the trap, like a, a stadium that's going to get bulldozed in about five years. The The good thing is, is, like, you're almost guaranteed to get that ball back. Well, yeah. Touche. <laughs> Speaking of which, we didn't even talk about Wong's long dong. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I completely forgot about that. That's fucking awesome. I'm so happy for Connor Wong. He's been so hot lately. Yeah. I agree. Nice, dude. What do you have? Six. Uh, he had nine home runs in 16 games down in Worcester. Yeah. And then he comes off his first game. He's like, my Let's favorite part of the home run. Thing. My, my favorite part of the home run wasn't even the home run itself. It was when he gets into the dugout and he just like sits on the cart <laughs> and they just like fucking leave him there. And he's just like looking around, like, do I not get a ride? That's fucked up. It was funny. Dude, I'm just saying, I was, I wanted Wong up so much earlier. Cause like, why was Plawecki on this team for so long and playing games regularly when like we had Connor Wong there, like waiting to get some more experience. Ugh. Whatever. I'm glad he's here now. I'm so happy he's here now. Yeah, the, the future is is bright. Yeah, they were talking. Go ahead. Albert Wait, Pujols here. just hit number six ninety. Yeah, let's go, Albert. Let's Excellent. fucking go. It was a, a pinch hit home run in the eighth inning against the Cubs. Of let's course, go. Five away. Five Owns away. Of course, it was a pinch away. hit. Let's go. Oh my god! Look, look, Paul just dropped it in here too. Yeah, he's on it, dude. Yep. I'm so happy. I he can do it. He's gonna do it. Five away. Let's go. He's I going. He's him. going fucking super saiyan in his last season to do it. 
Imagine yeah, he, he if he gets fucking he gets six ninety nine oh. and then he doesn't hit a home run for the rest of the season. Oh, oh, wish no. that evil on me, oh, Ricky no. Bobby. Don't wish that evil on me. God damn it. The the jinx. <laughs> Baseball needs this, man. They, they yeah, need Albert. Speaking of fucking jinx, did you see the uh, the Dylan Cease fucking no hitter get broken up with two oh. outs in the ninth? Oh no, bro! You cannot tell me that fucking baseball is not rigged, dude. Dylan Cease is having a monster that's, year. That's two this year that have gotten broken up with two out in the bottom of the ninth or the top of the ninth or whatever. Yeah, the other one was a, the perfect game by Rasmussen. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're was, absolutely right. You know, I was going to say Cease is probably going to win the Cy Young, but I remembered that uh, Justin Verlander is an alien. He has like a 1.68 ERA this year. <laughs> oh, my. And he's like 38? Verlander? Uh, I th- might be older than that, honestly. I think he's 38. Yeah. Uh, I'm on his fucking... Uh, Albert Pujols has a stolen base 39. this season. He's and he has a stolen base this year. Yeah, it, it, it was one of those. It was one of those like that. It was completely indifferent. Like, uh, yes, the 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 pitch came in. He took off or whatever, and like the catcher didn't even throw. He just threw it back to the pitcher. Like it's like how they, um, <laughs> it's like how Big Poppy stole two bases in his last season. Yeah, they they, they just didn't care. Uh, I saw Yadi Molina stole third the other night too. <laughs> what the fuck? I told my my Cardinals buddy Zach, I was like, they need to start calling this guy Wheels. Talk about Yachty Molina, who is <laughs> not wheels. a very fast man. No, not no, no. <laughs> oh man! All right, guys. Well, let's hop off here. Um, you know, hopefully the uh, Sox can keep the the wind streak going in the month of September. If not, I hope they lose all three so that the Rays can catch the Yankees. And um, yeah, that's about where we're at. So, what are we what are we thinking for the uh, Tampa Bay Rays get, uh, series? How many do the Sox take? How many do they lose? I think what? one and two. One and two is what I was going to say. The thing is, I either want them to sweep or I want them to be swept. Yeah. No, <laughs> I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, that'd be so, the. So here's 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 my problem. Like I'm in the same boat as Hogdale. Like I want them to sweep. But I really don't think they have any chance at hell to make the playoffs. So I want them to be swept so they could fuck the Yankees. That's why I think one and two is a safe bet. You know, you you win one, go out there, let Cassis get a, a three-run Johnson in front of his family. They go on to win that game. Michael Walker's pitching that game, first game yeah, of the series. That's going to be the definite win. I think and they're going to win after that. Yeah, I actually think they're going to take two out of three. I think they're feeling themselves right now. I mean, especially with uh, them being as healthy as they are in months, I think they're going to take two of three and ruin our days. Uh, they yeah. did. They did. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The The Rays are just on that stretch, just like the Red Sox were in back in May, where they've won like 20 of their last 30 games or something like that. They've been on a tear. Because it's what they do. It's <laughs> just. That's what a, they do, yeah. With, with, with no interchangeable parts, yeah. <laughs> with 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 a bunch of position players that can go out there and still pitch innings for them and stuff like that. It's and uh, like eighty nameless bullpen arms that will can all come in and have like a, a two point five or under ERA and throw one hundred and fifty. Yes, it's ridiculous. 
how do the Rays do it? They have a great cheat lab. That's all there is to it. The, the lab is yeah. elite. It, it, it's it's a top lab in this league. All right, guys. We are done all for right. the night. I appreciate everybody that's been watching along. Paul, thanks for all the comments. You are the man. And we will see you guys after this race series. So uh, make sure you tune in then. And, um, yeah, we out. Thanks for watching. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Pesky Report. Make sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. <laughs>